Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> welcome to or welcome back to No But Let's Talk About That, the podcast. It's Ashley today, and I'm all alone. I am all by myself. <laughs> And I'm missing Anna so much, as always, but I'm super thankful because I find that having opportunities that allow me to talk are (laughs) good opportunities. And I'm also very excited about this episode because when I was thinking about what I wanted to share and talk about during what is now my second solo episode, I just couldn't think of anything else. And um, I didn't want to. Because it's still something kind of current in my life. But I am trying to learn to really love that feeling. Like the feeling of being drawn to or pushed towards something. Even though it's foreign. Instead of just being afraid of it. And so that's what we're doing today. I do want to say that it is finals week baby. And I am a... This is my last semester my last first semester because I am a college senior and I will also say that this is like the best I've been emotionally in a really long time um but like that I've also been sick the most in the past like few months that I have been in my entire life and I just think that's really funny um so Pardon the way I sound, um, but I'm pushing through and I'm happy to be here, so let's get started. Um, I don't really know where to start. Uh, I could start at the very beginning, but that would be so, 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 so long ago, like years ago. Um, so I guess I will start with the concept because that is what I took notes on. So... I want to start this by saying that I am and have been for over a year now completely fascinated with the human brain and specifically the subconscious mind. And I don't want to make this episode about science, but just so you know, it's going to get a little sciencey. And I just need you to know that. <laughs> it's just the truth. Um, but most of my day is spent contemplating my own thoughts and this may sound really tiring to someone um but also maybe it sounds comfortable and familiar to someone else because maybe you're like me um but this is how I've been for a really long time and although I think it kind of inhibits me a bit I think because they call it overthinking um I think there's some beauty there and I'm just kind of learning where and how to balance all of that uh but anyways um I would say that I am quietly very possessive and I'm a pretty private person and I would say that if I had a brand it would be finding what's your own and keeping it for yourself and cherishing it because it is uniquely yours and everything these days is pretty redundant to me And I'm really talking about popular culture and within social media. And I just see that everything is kind of just thrown around, especially words. And words are really important. You hear words like 
triggering and anxiety, depression, and clinically ill, and without any real weight to them. And within the wellness community, you're always hearing like healing and soul searching and and self-love. And there's nothing wrong with those words, obviously, because you need words to describe a thing. But I've just found in my own life that I become more and more turned off to an idea when I hear and see it everywhere. Um, However, and this is where the meat of today's episode lives, uh, however, there is one little, little term, and it's a psychological concept that I've tried to just deny and deny and deny, but I couldn't anymore, and I can't, and it is the inner child. Yep. And so that's what we'll be delving into today. And I have no advice at all. <laughs> just just no tips. I just want to talk about it because I've heard this word so many times and it just never really resonated. And I was just kind of like, huh, that is interesting. And I literally think it just gets used so much and I would read it so much and when I heard it, I would just say, yeah, yeah, inner child, blah, blah, and I've heard it, and that is until last year. Um, I was on Instagram, and someone I used to love a lot in my past posted something on their story, and I hadn't thought about this person in so long, and I thought I had moved past everything that happened because it was so long ago. And I was a teenager then and feeling things for the first time. And you know how naive you can be and how angsty you can be. Um, But when I saw this photo that they posted on their story, I literally felt my heart drop in my body. And it was shocking and very confusing. And I felt forgettable and I spiraled for like three minutes literally just three minutes (laughs) just three because again I don't have the same emotional attachment to this person anymore um or to the situation but once I pulled myself out of that spiral I was less concerned about what I saw and more concerned with why the fuck I had that response and so I spent some time thinking about that and I came to the conclusion that the person who possessed my body for those short minutes was 17-year-old Ashley. It wasn't 20-year-old Ashley. I mean, I'm 21 now, but I was 20 then. And then I was like, huh. That didn't hurt me, it hurt her. And she's still there. And I'll never really be able to get rid of her, and all I can really do is, is hug her now within my imagination, you know? And all I can really do now is tell her, that we've moved on, you know? And it's so wild to me that there is this undeniable presence within all of us and you don't have to think of it as your inner child, but you can think of it as your subconscious mind. And this is where the science comes back in. And please let me explain to you because I just, please, it's crazy. So they say that... 90 to 95% of our beliefs, our assumptions, and our behaviors come from the subconscious mind. So from the ages 0 to 7 or 
zero to eight, roughly eight. Um, we develop beliefs and assumptions and behaviors, and after that age, our subconscious mind analyzes everything according to what it has already programmed from that age range. Whew, that is a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. Most of the life that we live is based on programming. Even the choices and actions that we think we have thought long and hard about and have validated is programming. And that isn't to discredit anything else, though, because a lot can be imprinted on the subconscious mind even after the sweet, tender age of seven. Because, obviously, we experience traumas and first loves and overall just life-changing events and sometimes those things can have such a profound impact on the way we think and behave but if you have noticed patterns you can't shake or feelings that constantly surface it's very likely that it stems from childhood and now that that's out the way I do want to tell another story um, and I kind of want to explain where I'm at in my life and how this all came about um, because I think I'm on a healing journey and I didn't think that at first obviously because I think when you're in the middle of something perspective is distant and hard um, and also I think this because I downloaded the pattern back in the summertime I think it was maybe July um, and I was always a co-star girl not really, because I'm not super into astrology. I have friends that are, um, but I had co-star because I was really interested, and um, I had that for some time. And then I downloaded the pattern, and they told me that I was in the midst of a healing journey, and they told me how long it was last, and I was like, hmm, this sounds nice. <laughs> and um, So maybe a bit of it is influenced by that, but... Here's the thing, I know what I want my life to look like, and I have a very clear image of who I'd like to be and what I would like to experience, but I know also that sometimes I feel very blocked and weighed down by the person that I am right now and everything that I have already experienced, and so there's some misalignment there, and I want to put in the effort to not feel bound to my own patterns and my poor self-concept and I think it's a choice and so I'm choosing it or I'm, I'm trying to choose it but my story is when I went home for Thanksgiving this past Thanksgiving I thought I was going to have a peaceful restful healing and blissful time I did not okay I did not for a lot of reasons but the most significant reason is because I was beginning to release an emotion that I had been holding for some time maybe like a month and I think it's very interesting that my body carried me through a month and the second I got home to a familiar place far away from where I was hurting in a place where I felt safer, I literally just broke down. And I remember the moment it happened and I was laying in my bed and like a crazy bitch and just started talking to myself out loud. 
and I would ask myself a question in my head and respond out loud like I was a fucking therapist or something. But I was laying there and I said out loud, I feel rejected. And my whole body just let go. Like, like, um, like it was like I had poured water out of my water bottle. Like, that's what I felt like. I just started crying. And once again, I had this feeling of just needing to hug myself as if I was a little kid or something. And so the next day or the day after that, but I think it was the next day, I was journaling about this experience and how it made me feel knowing that there's a little person that travels everywhere with me who's there when I'm sleeping and when I'm crying and that this little person is perhaps the reason for a lot of my crying and it can feel so overwhelming to work to understand their pain my little person's pain my pain um but I'm starting to view it as a privilege to be the one who properly loves and cares for that little version of me that little old me and Terry Cole who I love and adore says that we have to forgive ourselves for not knowing what no one ever taught us. And the truth is, when we were little, we did not have the language or the communication skills. And there were probably times we felt that our words and thoughts and feelings were not welcomed. We may not have always felt safe. And maybe that is the reason that we rarely feel safe now, but we get to rewrite all of that if we choose to. And I think that it is important to start bridging those gaps between who you are now, who you used to be, what you know is true, what you want, and what isn't helpful to you. And so just because you feel rejected, that doesn't mean that you are rejected and I was feeling rejected by life by my own life like nothing was going right at all I was so sick and missing class and like hadn't seen anybody in so long and like missing my friends and out of communication and all that can be really hard to deal with and so little old me who really identifies with fear and mistrust and resentment and rejection, feeling forgotten and inadequate all the time and every endeavor, she sees all those things everywhere. And this is where that version of me who gives the hugs comes in. And I love to be the person who gives hugs, especially to myself. And if you are thinking you don't know that version of you, yes, you do. Um, Every time you catch yourself thinking irrationally, and literally, or when you're able to just do something nice for yourself, you are that caregiver, that, I'm quoting, higher self, because they say higher self, and that's the best you, that you knows the truth always, and because you have a feeling, that doesn't make it true. So, I want to end with this. I am not the type of person to say that you need to kickstart a healing journey and, 
and get in touch with your inner child and do this and do that. I quite literally never, ever, ever want to be that person because I've seen that person who's like five steps to this and how I healed my inner child, dot, 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 you can too. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no. I believe that everyone needs different things and that's so beautiful and should be celebrated all the time and so maybe you're listening to this and you're like that is bullshit inner child bullshit I don't buy it and that's super awesome and I'm really excited for you to find something that isn't bullshit and maybe you don't want to find anything at all and that's very cool too and so I'm not gonna say that this is a challenge or a practice, but I do just want to share something that I've kind of been working with in my own head. And um, if you can think of yourself as a child and maybe looking at a, a little baby photo of you would help. But if you can imagine in your mind's eye, this tiny you deep within you that has taught you the current you to operate from places of fear and anger and lack and loss, abandonment, mistrust, and just overall unworthiness. This you needs your compassion. And your inner child is not an elusive and distant being, but quite literally your closest, most loyal and protective friend. And this friend is so afraid to keep losing and to keep being forgotten and rejected and proved lacking and unworthy. But you don't have to be. And so the next time you experience that negative emotion that always comes up or find yourself literally drowning in the same thought pattern that always leads you to the same place, ask yourself, what can be created from that place that is good? And why would you ever want anything in your life to be created from that place and other places like it? If you can recognize who is really doing the controlling and creating in your life, right? Like when you acknowledge this unconscious force, you take accountability. And it's not about getting to blame everything on experiences you had when you were younger because I think it's really easy to kind of fall into that victim mentality but it's about recognizing that those hurts never healed and you've been the one perpetuating the pain so it then becomes your duty but like I said not just a duty but a privilege to Hold the hand of tiny you, which is literally your own hand, and say, I understand you, and I love you, and I'm listening, and also being able to say, we don't belong here anymore. Like, these places aren't for us anymore. There's nothing for us here. We've, we have to move on. And I think that can be really special and healing. And that's all I got. 
that's all that's left in me <laughs> for this episode. And um, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. And it is almost Christmas time. And uh, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah. And then it's going to be New Year's. And so Happy New Year. Um, But I'm not sure if, I mean, I hope Anna and I will get to record something before then because, oh yeah, definitely. I just had to look at my calendar. Um, All the lights went out in my apartment because I have my lights on like auto timers and so at 11 they all shut off but then I have some Casper glow lights that were on um for like an hour and then they dimmed and then I yeah so I'm just sitting in the dark looking at my calendar and recording my voice and that's so strange and (laughs) and I miss you and uh yeah we'll see you next time when we're back together And um, I hope this leaves you feeling good and warm and reflective. And yeah, thanks again for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.